Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, hey there. Welcome back to Only Stupid Answers, the best damn podcast you can put your wet little ears into. This is the podcast where we talk about movies. TV shows. Comic books. Also, more movies. Ghosts. Time travel. Space. Sometimes space. Aliens. Aliens. It's a pretty fun podcast. Exactly. Guys, thank you for joining us. If you're uh, rejoining us, welcome back. But if you're new to this podcast, get ready for an epic adventure. Yeah, if you just if you are just tuning into this podcast, let us let us know right this second how you found us. How do you you do did you find us through our twitter it's very easy to find us at only stupid answers you got the vows from stupid as we've ever done it yeah. also instagram facebook reddit uh only stupid answers r slash only stupid answers yes. reddit of course but uh, all of that uh-huh. can be found at only stupid answers.com almost that yeah you almost said same time uh, a little bit quicker did you, have you ever seen mcgruber uh-huh no no you should why did i say love, yes if you love <laughs> tommy boy if you look <laughs> if you love tommy boy you would love mcgruber hey I've actually heard it's pretty funny. It just did it's great. piss poor at the box office. It's so. great because the premise seems real not good, uh-huh. but the movie's actually real good. I, 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 uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Good talk. But also on that website, com, you can find all the places you can listen to us, like iTunes. Yes. Spotify. Overcast, uh, which we found out is, is one of one, the biggest places that you guys listen to us Yeah, at. wait, wait. What's Hold on. Oh, we got Daniel Sup. Daniel. Hi, Daniel, for joining us. Guys, uh, on the audio-only version of the podcast, we have people watching live through patreon.com slash answers, where we have a bunch of perks for people who contribute to this podcast and support us. You guys are amazing. But there's a few of you. Actually, there's a good chunk of you who watch live Saturday mornings, yes. 11 a.m. PST or PDT. Actually, there's a version that you're supposed to say that's appropriate. I believe I it's don't PST, know. but I'm usually wrong about things. You can also listen to this podcast on Deezer. Deezer. Do, I know, do I know what that is? No. no. Uh, but I saw, listen, we just things pop up like, hey, your podcast is here now. Cool, man. Shout out to Audio Boom, which you can listen to us at Audio Boom yeah. as well, which is really cool. But guys, at the top, we always love yes. to read uh-huh. iTunes reviews. We do. We love to read them. Man, I am so unprepared. I didn't even have that may, up. If I may, may I take the first one? You know what? That'll give me time to bring it up. So yes, please. I figured. All right. From Miss Chris Frank, this review is overdue. Oh, I'm excited. It's five stars. <gasps> Thank you so much. I love this podcast. Even when I'm not very interested in the main topic of the episode, I look forward to listening to what Sam and DJ are into and hearing deep perspectives on geeky media. Also, DJ's Comics Chaos Theory is awesome. Don't make me cry. Don't That's make awesome. Me cry. Let's make him cry. Let's make him cry. <laughs> when we also, Patreon people, we watched Iron Giant this week, which yeah. was a lot of fun, and it took a lot for me not to cry because I was like oh I'm going to cry on the stream and I was like huh that's kind of joking but as we watched it I was yeah, like, it's like it's, oh man I'm, this is really mm-hmm. uh, really punching me in the gut it's yeah. really hard for me not to cry right now yep. fucking Iron Giant the best the same way uh, another review Sammy B95 love five stars this podcast is my favorite I've been listening to it while uh, commuting to work for about a month 
for about a month ago, and it quickly became my fave. Tim's, Tim Sam out of DJ. <laughs> Get it? Because DJ is a 10. Thank hey. you. Lots of love from Morocco. Hey, we We're found global. out we have a weirdly big audience in Morocco. Not weird. It's just we didn't know we would be popular yeah. <laughs> we didn't know that that would be a place we thought love like it. us australia uk that's kind of where most youtubers end up but yeah fuck yeah we got morocco Morocco. we got israel we, we got, got israel yeah, yeah. we're okay. all over man we're global where's our first live shows us yeah. morocco israel then uk exactly Get ready, Suck Morocco. It. We're coming for you. <laughs> uh, at the top of every show, because today we're going to be talking about uh, Atomic Blonde and a bunch of other really fun uh, Justice League news. Yes. Uh, because the trailer came out. But also, everyone's diving in deep. And I specifically have done that recently over at New Rockstars uh, uh-huh. YouTube channel. Uh, Philip Molina, friend of the show and of uh, SourceFed. He's a host over there. Um, he runs that channel. And I popped over to do some Comic-Con coverage, which I recommend you guys going checking out i've made three videos for them nice and i would be really nice if you guys uh, gave it as much love as possible i'd really appreciate that because i'm going to be doing more stuff over there cool. with mod and philip and uh, eric Voss, who works over there but uh this week uh for their one million subscriber celebration shout out good job new rock stars we our justice league breakdown video came out and everyone's mm-hmm. got questions about who's show- whose damn shoulder is it's that Superman. that's facing no it's facing <laughs> alfred who could it be who could um, it possibly be but we're gonna debate it a little bit because sam and i have different perspectives we do on but, that but also we'll bring up like what if if it is this how would it work out yes that's, that's yeah, the and, fun part. and more because there's a lot of other stuff to to speculate about um that but before we get into that we've got some Sam, business yes uh really quick guys we've talked about this on last week's episode with mr tony revelori uh that uh the defenders is coming out very soon the netflix yeah, series with all month. four with three of your favorite heroes and another and guy then, yeah, um and then, and, and then iron fist and then iron fist uh it's coming out August 18th is the official release date. Yes. And if you don't know, if you're new to the podcast, we love to live stream, marathon live stream yes. these Netflix shows and it's been rough with the 13 episodes. Yeah, but, but thank God Defenders is only eight. Only eight. And so we're, we're pretty happy about that. But August 19th, the Saturday after it, the, uh, the official release of Defenders, yes. we're going to be doing uh, an all day air quotes for people who are listening at home uh, live stream yes. so the goal is we're going to be using one of our favorite streaming services Rift.tv mm-hmm. which syncs up our Netflix stream with your guys' Netflix stream <sighs> through it's really simple like it they make it the easiest as possible and uh, we want to incentivize you guys who are listening for free but also people who listen and contribute to the Patreon and for those live streams that's going to be our live stream of the month for the Patreon listeners yeah, so our, our, yeah, our movie our movie our movie night. live stream yeah. yeah so you're going to be getting not just a movie night you're getting a whole day live stream you're but, getting a whole day night but to make sure that everyone who's listening at home that maybe can't contribute but they still want to get in on the on the fun mm-hmm. the, the first episode because we're going to be streaming all eight the yes. first and the final episode of this first season of the Defenders will be free yes and, absolutely uh, Absolutely. We'll be posting it on our Twitter, and yep. it'll be posted to our Patreon, but as a free as a free perk, so that way it's an easy place to find them. But uh, episodes two through seven yes. will be Patreon exclusives. Yes. So, August 19th, that's a f- Saturday, yeah. that's a Saturday, uh-huh. uh, starting at 9 a.m. PST, yes. that's what we picked. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be having special guests on as well to join us, yeah. but first and last episode, free, which is really cool. And if you guys contribute at any time, say... Three months from now, you're yeah. like, you know what? I want to watch Defenders with my favorite boy people. Guess what? They're going to still live there. Yeah, the forever. live stream. So, And it will sync up with your Netflix account when you click to watch it. So It's so convenient. It's, it's going to so be so cool. much fun. 
So, uh, think about contributing now or then or whenever because uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we are planning on bringing out a bunch of people yep. and eating cool snacks and mm-hmm. uh, speculating and making fun of Danny Rand because it's so easy. It's so easy. It's they so make it easy. so easy for all of us to just make uh-huh. fun of them. Also, just a couple other really fun announcements just so you guys are on the up and up. This upcoming Friday, we're doing a special quickie live stream uh, for the $25 up, but it's our bonus episode. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's yeah. a bonus episode of the podcast with <gasps> Sam Humphreys, who you guys may know from, he popped over at SourceFed one time, but he is a comic book writer, which is awesome, and he's doing one of DC's top uh, uh, D, uh, rebirth titles right now. Top Ds. Top Ds. Uh, yeah. He's actually, it's one of my favorite books right now. Green uh, Lanterns. Green Lanterns, yeah. which is Simon Baz and Jessica Cruz. Two of the most awesome characters DC has right now. Thank God Simon's getting his dues, and so is Jessica, because they're a great team. They're so goddamn lovable. Yeah. And uh, they, they've, they're they also, he's diving into deep. He's making deep cuts into Green Lantern cool. lore. Um, just a, it, he just brought something back around from the Blackest Night, Brightest Day storylines, nice. but it had a little bit of time travel in it. That's all I'm saying very right now. Cool. It's very cool. So he, so we're going to do a live stream of that interview mm-hmm. uh, 11 a.m. on Friday, this upcoming Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, that will then go up as a bonus episode sometime, probably probably the next week. Yes. Uh, probably the next week, and we'll have a segment of that interview as a part of our normal episode. Yes, just to give a little taste. Yeah. Uh, he, it's very cool that he's coming on, that he was, he was excited to come on, too, which yeah. I'm very... Uh, which is very flattering. Mm-hmm. Um, so very excited. Hope you guys can join us live. If not, uh, that's on the bonus tier for the podcast video and audio. So yes. that's really cool. Also, make sure you guys aren't missing out on our... I know there's a lot of uh, updates up front. Just make sure you guys are on the up and up. Game of Thrones, we have a review show with Miss Trisha Hirschberger. It's amazing. It's so much fun. Live Mondays. Yes. Uh, no, oh, actually, no, it's not. Oh, it's not, live. not live. oh no, it's not. We Let, record it. We it, record yeah. it and then put it on Mondays. Let us know if you'd like us to do it live. You can let us know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we do that. It comes out Mondays, video format. Uh, that's fifteen dollars plus. Yeah, uh, really fun. We talk about the. Uh, the newest episode of Game of Thrones. And we've been putting segments of that on our YouTube because we are getting precariously close to making our original goal of five, for, grand. Uh, yeah. five grand for the Patreon. And that will allow us, that will give us the the wherewithal, the means to start doing regular video content. And we're dipping just our toe into it with these segments mm-hmm. from uh, our Game of Thrones reviews. But uh, if we reach that five grand, we've got more ambitious plans uh, that we'd like to tackle. So if you haven't contributed to Patreon, uh, consider it. Just think about it. Just think about it. Yeah. Yeah, just think about it. But uh, also, last few things, really quick. Today, yes. uh, which is Saturday, so it's late for everybody else, but if you're watching live, make sure you tune in for our Google Hangouts, and make sure you yes. keep your eyes on our Twitter and Patreon for updates on when those Google Hangouts are happening. Very excited to see you guys there. And finally, ish, uh, <laughs> the, make sure, I just want you guys to know, I've been selling merch, and yeah. I know I've mentioned it many times at the end of episodes, and I've been yeah. like, fucking say it at the top so people actually hear you. Uh, I'm almost uh, all out of uh, my inventory so make sure you get that while you can i think there's at least one of each size left and also if you have ordered there have been there was a misprint with uh something and i was like i didn't realize it until i was like okay this one's sold out now i'm gonna check my i opened the box after it had sold out and then i was like oh shit these are color so i had to fix that now they're back shipped out something this morning and more shipments should be at the end of this week so thank you for being patient love you guys you're beautiful and another big thank you to everyone who has supported the show through sharing the podcast or contributed to the patreon or have written reviews you guys are amazing 
thank you so much. I just want to make sure you know that you're loved from DJ and I. And, Absolutely. Uh, we were actually just talking about before the show how great our supporters have been, our fans have been. Hmm. Uh, you've made a really amazing community that we're very thankful and grateful that we get to be a part of. Mm-hmm. So thank you. All right. That's a lot of business. Please. Let's hop into our favorite segment of the show. What are you into this week? What are you into this week? And this is make sure remind me because I'm going to be reading from the Reddit because yeah. <laughs> I pulled it up. I pull it up every goddamn time, and sometimes I'm like, oh, shit, the episode ended, and I didn't say, didn't goddamn say anything thing. about the amazing yeah. Reddit community we have. <laughs> All right, so DJ. before we're, we're gonna we're gonna um, we have something we want to talk about in the what we're into this week, but before Ooh. we dive into that. I did get a chance to watch uh, Dave Chappelle put up two specials on Netflix. Yes, I was did. able to watch both of them. Fun fact. Um, one was recorded in 2015. One was recorded in 2016. The way Netflix put it up is it's like a series. There's two of them. Uh-huh. The second episode was the first recorded, was the one recorded in 2015. And then the first one you watch is... The newer one. The newer one. And actually, I would recommend watching them in that order uh-huh. because the first one is better. It's tighter. It's more confident. Really? It, they're both really good. Dave Chappelle is a master. Yeah. Uh, but I preferred the first one. The, which the is older the, one. The, which is... The, no, no, no. The first... The, again, episode one. Uh-huh. Air quotes again. Episode one was recorded in 2016. And you like that one. Yes. And oh. episode two was recorded in 2015. So I would say watch 2015 first. Uh-huh. And then watch 2016. 2016. Both are great. First one I enjoyed more. Okay. Because that's what I've heard from other people. Yeah. So I was like, oh, you liked the 2015 one. I, I know most people I've heard like the 2016 one. Yeah. So that's more. I am in the same boat with those people. 2016 um, is where it's at. And, and it's so cool to have them back. It's been 10 years since the whole like... Chappelle show thing I my older brother was so into that and we'd watch it a lot when I was a it's kid it's so good Dave uh-huh. Chappelle so he even has a joke of like uh, how does he set it up but he's like man I've been I've been gone so long I've been having to watch Key and Peele do my show all this time <laughs> uh, it's such a good show and he's such a talented co- comedian and he does a really good job of diving into challenging and controversial topics and doing it in a way that what's the way to say it he doesn't like apologize for any of it and he forces you to think about it in a way even if you don't even if you don't agree with his perspective i think he does it in a way that engenders open discussion and i think that's that's really cool and i appreciate i really appreciate having his perspective back and having his voice back and uh, also just yeah. his voice his voice is beautiful yeah I love hearing him talk it's yeah just, you can just you can just read the paper to me if mm-hmm. you like read the ingredients to this pepto-bismol bottle i would love it it's, yeah but apparently he did a deal with netflix to do three specials so oh, at some point we'll coming. be getting another one which i'm very excited for. i would love to see him live that would be really i would really cool. like yeah i would really like to uh, i don't ever look out for comedy shows that are coming i, I wish i did shows at all. I, I need to go I, it's been forever since i've been to a concert i want to like, go to a, let's go to a concert yeah let's do only stupid answers concert we're not in it yeah you guys come yeah exactly (laughs) you just join us yeah let's go see i don't know run the jewels run the yeah Uh, i will listen to them that way i know who they they are are. (laughs) um have you been uh keeping up with any comics this week you've been a busy boy i did finish greg rucka's run on wonder woman um you know what overall it's beautiful and i like the way they did like the patrons and everything but I'm more excited for what they're about to do. Like, I'm yeah. more excited with, like, the, the intro to the new... I read the intro comic for the new writer that they got. Yeah. I'm a little bit more excited for what they're doing. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's good. I, again, I it was always, always hard to kind of overcome the fact that the this arc was basically designed to dismantle my favorite run on Wonder Woman. <laughs> yeah. It, it, the run with Brian Azzarello was, like, if you look at it, even just the design of a lot of the gods and everything, yeah. it's really cool. It's so cool. Um, so it doesn't quite live up to that. Um, did I? 
yeah, I think that's the comic wise. That's all. That's I just catching up on stuff. I've been so so busy with other things have you that been it's keeping just catching up. up. <laughs> have you been keeping up with um, Orphan Black? Yes. Have you finished Doctor Who yet? Yes. What'd you think? I liked it. Yeah. I am going to be honest with you. I oh wait, we did talk about this yes. out, off podcast. Yeah, yeah, I was a little bit disappointed that we had an episode with two masters and they were basically it wasn't their grand scheme that was the cha- like i would have loved, like the, the threat that is represented by having two masters working together mm-hmm. it felt like kind of a as great as that episode was it felt kind of like a missed opportunity for me because i'm a big fan of the master uh, it, i did like seeing both of them and their interactions were great yeah. and the resolution was perfect mm-hmm. and good job Stephen moffat for yeah. both of the or no he uh John Sim wasn't his, but uh, I like what you did with him. Yeah. It was really cool. And uh, Bill, who yeah. that was, uh, the, her resolution was a little strange. Yeah. Uh, I, I was more fine with it. Um, I'm saying this without, I'm trying not to spoil yes. it, but her resolution, because uh, they, they can decide whatever they want to do with the character come like the new Doctor that they're getting. Yes. Which I wouldn't mind seeing I'm very again. excited for the new Doctor. Me too. We've talked um, about that before, but I'm and, very excited about it. Uh, but I, I enjoyed her story throughout the episode. And yes. I was like, oh man, this is rough. Yeah. This is they did. This he's is done rough. really good work. Uh, Moffat did really good work with the Cybermen and making yes. them, because they, not just this, but then the last time we saw Missy, she did some stuff with the Cybermen, and it was a, a damn nightmare. Yeah, the, the Cybermen are a nightmare. The yeah. Cybermen, the, the Cybermen almost scare me more than the Daleks because the Daleks know they want to destroy everything. The Cybermen yeah. think they're doing you a favor. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah, that's. Uh, I really like him. Remember that one episode? Where it was like we're at a theme park, but it's run by Cybermen, and I was like, all right, this is a little goofy. Yeah. But you know, um, also apparently that version, I'm not as steeped in who lore or some other people but apparently that version of the cybermen with the creepy cloth faces and everything uh-huh. or like a or like a, maybe the original version and apparently capaldi was a big fan of that version and so this was kind of like a going away present Aww. to have them be a part because they're it. not humans they're they look humans they're mondasian they brought yes. they mentioned that yeah it's like that and apparently mon, mon, the story behind mondas is like crazy and weird and would not fly in a modern setting really like apparently it's one of those like it's a counter earth that's always been on the other side of the sun and it's just always been there and we didn't know and then at some point it got jettisoned and people are still living on the planet even though it's just floating through space of course yeah yeah that, uh, that doesn't quite work anymore but you yeah, know it's so fun. but but the way i think the way they played it was really good so i like that i i am i i really like the season of orphan black it's hard to i still feel like the best seasons are one through three yeah, I don't know if it's ever really kind of captured that. There, there have been moments that are like really cool. Also, this season, fuck, I finally care about Kasima. Kasima, she's gotten two fucking badass episodes where it's not she's not acting like Sarah or Allison or Rachel or anybody. Yeah. It's like that's Kasima being Kasima, and I finally understand your character. My favorite episode this season was the Allison episode. It was so good. It was really you, you good. Still don't quite resolve. Like the problem, but I still really like it. But at it. least they engaged with it yeah. in a way. Like, like I, I get that they feel like they've resolved it, even though I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm very. They need, they need off some of those clones, man. Like they did. They off the one that was only been in like two episodes, and they're like, oh, that's right. And that was uh, ru- that was rough. Yeah, that was. But I love. I'm that. also a little bit. Oh, it was so rough. The I'm a little bit weirded out 
by the daughter and her ability to sense all the other clones. I'm like, how do you explain that within this world? I uh, I buy it. Uh, I buy it so far. Okay. Uh, I and good I, season. Oh, also, uh, this last episode focus. I feel like each episode kind of. I haven't focuses watched the newest on one. Yeah. I think this one focuses on Rachel. Oh, cool. And right. it's really good. This this last episode is actually really really good. Um, so I think I think this season is better than season four. Mm-hmm. Maybe up there with maybe close to season three because season three had some walking. It starts too. rough with like you're trying to get used to the island, but once you get into it, you're like, yeah. okay, this is this I'm, is cool. I'm glad we're off the island. We're basically off the island at this point. But like you just kind of revisit like this house on the island, and yeah. like that's it's about, a nice house. Yeah, it is. That uh, uh, what is that? A garden? Uh, a greenhouse that the uh, characters spend some time in? It's real nice. It's nice. Um, Where are you going? Uh, but for comics, uh, I just wanted to mention uh, real you quick. Oh uh, well, uh, there sure. it is. Well, okay. <laughs> All right, uh, but no. Uh, I just want to do a shout out really quick to Tom Taylor. I would love to get him on this podcast. Yeah, let's uh, do it to talk about Injustice Two because fun fact: uh, Tom Taylor's right here. Come no, on, Tom come here. Yeah. He's just standing in the corner yeah. over here. Sorry, you guys, if you're watching live, he's over in the. He's audience. over there. He's yeah. He's, so, he, he, it, they're, uh, we need to get the audience off him. Actually, I, I don't know if we ever mentioned this, but someone did fan art. I uh, I kind of did like a shout out. I'm like, hey, you guys, if you want to do this, someone did a fan art that our audience is bad clones of us. I love it. Do you remember like that art that they did yes. where like it's like us like one of it's like me as like the skin from the first like two seasons yep. from Doctor Who. It's amazing. And you're it's like really a tree. Cool. And yeah, like it was, it's really cool. That was awesome. But anyways, Tom Taylor, he's doing Injustice 2. And right now they're like, we need a uh, plastic man. And I won't get into what the story is, but uh, he runs in a plastic man's son who's a part of the Injustice yeah. uh, universe, which is really fun. Um, and Batman can identify when he shapeshifted into an object but he can't identify when Plastic Man does it, but he can identify when the sun can do it. Nice. And I it, like that. It's like the sequence where he's like, you're the trash can. And yeah. like he, the trash can grows legs it's and runs away. It's funny because you sent that to me. I, I assumed it was Plastic Man, but it's Plastic Man's son. Yeah, he can't identify when Plastic Man does it, but only when his son does it. That's it's not cool. As good. That's good. Uh, I like that. And there's this great line where Blue Beetle Jaime Reyes shows up and he's like, I want to join your team because of what happened to Ted Cord. I mean, you can, yeah. you can read what happens to Ted Cord. Ted Cord and Booster Gold have one of the best scenes in all of Injustice Comics. It's, you're going to cry. Um, but um, Jaime Reyes shows up and Batman's like, you just, you you came to me in broad daylight. Like, do you, you're not covert. Like, yeah. um, and he's like, please, I have to do something for Ted. And he, uh, Plastic Man's talking and he's like, huh, a man, uh, a boy who lost a father figure. Yeah. And he turns around to Bruce, he's like, you wouldn't know anything about this, would you, Bruce? Yeah. And he's like, and they stare at each other and it's like, Plastic Man's great, man. Plastic Man's such a cool character. I can't rate for, oh, for the Terrifics. Like, yeah. Mr. Terrific, Plastic Man, Phantom Girl, and Metamorpho. Yeah. That's so cool. That's such a cool team. I yeah. can't wait. Uh, also, in comics, uh, Flash is really picking up, which is cool. Oh. They just ran to the 31st century, and you saw the Tornado Twins. I mentioned that last time. But also, Barry's infected with the negative speed force. So you could see, like, this is the Flash experimenting with what that's like what what's, what's that exactly like um which makes me excited uh gwenpool uh is really cool because you find out not just her but her brother from the real world got yeah. sucked in and he thought that he could pull them back into the real world but she does this thing where she rips open the panel and you see that marvel comics is still behind it like they're like we never left the comic we're still in the comic like wow and so it's kind of like a hellscape because she watched gwenpool like kill a bunch of people and she's like you don't understand they're not real and he's like how the fuck do you know like how yeah. do you're not you're killing people yeah so it's it's becoming this really cool like here's the straight man here's the girl who's like if i'm gonna be in marvel comics i'm gonna be in marvel comics and, yeah you know, have fun about it which is really cool i finished mockingbird because there was like nice. a, uh, i did there was a free uh, not free but i'm in Mar- uh, comicsology unlimited nice. which is really cool anything else uh 
What does Comixology Unlimited get you again? You get all you get uh, Valiant there, like indie stuff. Which like if people sign up to be a part of Comixology Unlimited, like if they write a comic and they can add it in there, you get it for free. Nice. Uh, or you rent it, kind of. Also. Kite Man got an origin story in not the most recent Batman issue, but the one before the Tom previous. King. It sounds like Tom King's doing amazing stuff over on Batman. Kite, Kite Man has a like without spoiling the issue, he's like basically stuck between being a lackey for Batman, Riddler, and Joker because it's the Whoops. war of Joker jokes and riddles. And you're I like, don't love that title, by the way. It's not great, but yeah. uh, but in but they do a really good job of like uh, realizing how like pointless the war is because the joker says a joke to kite man and he's like is it a joke or a riddle and he's like it doesn't fucking matter and like it doesn't like fucking matter and like kite man might have one of the most depressing uh backstories backstories cool batman's fault too what it's kind of 100 percent batman's fault anyways uh that's what uh i'm into don't think i'm watching anything else trying to catch up on game of thrones i figured out how to do double speed so by tonight i will be uh, two episodes into season two and all of tomorrow I'll be watching season two so when we do a review on Monday for Game of Thrones I'll have watched two seasons of Game of Thrones you're kind of watching it wrong but that's fine I will not watch it normal I okay. swear to god those seasons those episodes are so goddamn Smallville, long Smallville I will watch it normal Game of Thrones never never I also I didn't know that I could watch it faster um, but we want to talk about yes which one I forgot. <laughs> Which we want to talk, talk about, about Atomic Bomb. There we We're going to talk Atomic Bomb. We saw Atomic Bomb this week. No. Um, no, we was... don't. No, what? no, no, what? no, no. Because we want to talk about what we're into this week from other people, and I've totally forgot to say that. And I'm oh. read it really quick. No, I fucked up. See, I told you. Sorry. Well, we were going to do it after Atomic Bomb. No, Echo Snake. Got to say it because I'm going to forget. Echo Snake said, I picked up Red Hood and the Outlaws, Batgirl, Batgirl and Birds of Prey, Volume 1 and Rebirth, Time to Catch Up. And Cam Sen says, Red Hood's run is 11 out of 10. I totally agree. Uh, Something Magical said, took advantage of my Im- of the image sale at Comixology. You read the first volume of Wicked plus the Divine. Oh, Wicked and the Divine. Pretty cool and definitely reminded me of, Whis- of Whitney Moore. I thought it said Whiskey Moore. That would be a great <laughs> alter, ego f- alter ego for her. Yes, it would. Um, also catching up on Saga, which is really good. Would love to hear an episode dedicated to publishers outside of Marvel and DC with Whitney as a guest. Um which would be really fun. I read a little bit of Wicked and Divine. It, at first, it could not get me, but then at, by the end of the first volume, which I got through Comicsology Unlimited, I was like, "Oh, yeah!" I heard it's cool. pretty amazing. I heard it, people that read that series are pretty pretty into it. Also, happy birthday to Reddit user D Voldemort. Hey, uh, it's birthday! You can't and, say that name. Uh, oh yeah, it's it's you can't say. Oh, you tricked me, <laughs> D. I won't say the rest of it. DV. Uh, DV. All right, sorry. Atomic Blonde didn't mean to interrupt, but I knew I was going to forget if we didn't do it now. Okay, so. Uh, Atomic Blonde is the new action movie that comes out this week from the director uh, David Leach, who co-directed the first John Wick and who is going to direct Deadpool 2. Oh, cool. Yeah. This makes me a little worried, then, if he's the one that's moving over there. Well, go into that. Why does it make you worried? Uh, But guys, just so you know, we're going to be doing some Justice League talk after Atomic Blonde. But to do some Atomic Blonde talk, uh, it um, it ranges from fine to not great the movie for me in my head. Yeah. Um, just a quick overview. It's a spy movie. You're following Charlize Theron's character named Lorraine. Um, yeah. And she's in Berlin. Mere... I'm gonna. It's the week of the Berlin Wall falling. Yes. Like so, you get you get a, um, you get a cool scenery of East and West Berlin. I will say he does the positives. There's one act. There, every action scene I feel like is fucking the tits it's amazing everything yeah. is really cool uh sofia batella's character i really like in Why this movie but all, yeah. one she's beautiful but two i actually do enjoy like everything that she brings to the table yeah. in this because everyone else 
it, in this movie gets confusing and yeah. hers is at least like this is her yeah i got it i understand we're good um she fits into the world too uh the cast amazing yes uh the style of the movie uh, is really cool. Like, there's a lot of like, it's punk. It's like, you know, like Eastern Eastern European punk. Yeah, that's this movie, yeah. which is really cool. Also, I can't, I don't ever mind like spy movies. Like, they're always pretty yeah. fun. Um, trying to think of the other things I liked. Music options, music choices. I overall, am, were pretty good. I am getting a little burned out on the pop cuts, and then having people like having it connect to what people are listening to. I feel like ever since guardians like it's been like they had it in kong which i was fine it was fine with kong but now it's started to turn like okay maybe we can cool it on the whole baby driver it's a character but like yeah and and maybe maybe that was the turning point for me it's like baby driver did it best everyone you can all stop now yeah like (laughs) uh, in this it's confusing because there's a scene where it's playing like something right behind you or like turn around oh turn around that that 180 song that's poppy or whatever and she's walking to a bar and you're like, okay, maybe it's playing in the bar or yeah. she's listening to it. It's like, no. And then someone lights her cigarette for her and the music stops and it cuts to the jazz mu- music that's playing in the bar. And you're like, what was the significance of you doing that right there? Like, no. I don't quite get why you did that. Yeah. Also, the filter on the movie, even though I like the style, it does remind me a lot of Kung Fury. It does look a lot like, it has like a similar like kind of vhs feel to it. You know, like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, especially that opening scene with the chase in like the car and the, yeah. by the river and you're like, this, this looks like the gr- the greens and the neon like feel to it. But overall, their story is not... It's indecipherable. It, it is. And like the way this movie is edited really, it, it really holds it back from being at least good like because the the structure of it is inter- there's an interview going on of telling the events yeah uh, that happened in berlin that's happened in this interviews in london and then it will cut to the events and then during the height of the best events it cuts back to the interview and you're like well that sucks like yeah. it was really something was really cool that was happening right now but now we're gonna go back to talking and yeah. like and not even talking she's not giving them anything yeah anyways what did you think of the movie uh, i thought it was i thought there were moments that were great i thought overall it was fine mm-hmm. it was fine it was the the plot is basically indecipherable um because it can't decide like is it about a MacGuffin? is it about a double agent is it about like it just kind of like throws a bunch of stuff at you and none of them none of them feel I didn't feel anxious about it. I didn't feel like, oh man, how are they going to do it? Like, I just felt, it all felt kind of inert. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, And and it was weird. It was a weird experience because there's so many elements of this movie that I should love. And the fact that I didn't really love it. I wonder if I, the closest thing I could come to is because I'm obviously going to compare it to John Wick because he co-directed it. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like if it hit, if it was a little bit less straight faced and 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 embraced some of the absurdity that John Wick embraces, uh, yeah, this it is pretty straightforward. Yeah, I feel like if it punched itself up a little bit, like really went like there is a sequence, there is an action sequence that I feel like felt is the sole reason this movie exists yeah. was to make this action sequence. Uh, Charlie Theron was like. Can we do that? And yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, I'll write a movie, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's based off a graphic novel. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel like the whole movie was made because of the sequence. And I don't hate it for that because th- this that sequence is amazing. Yes. And if the rest of the movie, and I feel like the rest of the movie going out, because that takes us into the back half. I feel like that's a better part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like if the rest of the movie had that energy that like spice, that like kick, like I would have been more engaged. And maybe if it had, if it had, helps me understand the stakes more. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but it's tough because again, all the actors are doing great. Uh, Charlize Theron is a tremendous action, a tremendous actress. Period. Also, a tremendous action actress. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, James McAvoy obviously love, especially since Split. Like love, love his work. Yeah, John Goodman's in this movie. Yeah, to- uh, Toby. Uh, Toby, Toby Jones. Toby Jones. And he's amazing. Like everybody in it is good and they're doing good in their roles, but something just doesn't like make sense. Gel. Like it just doesn't click. Like, but like it's just like it's some. I, I don't. I don't get it. Like I don't. I mean, I know you can say. Like I feel like mainly I'm just saying that because when it's you say it doesn't gel, I feel like that's almost too nice. Yeah. Because it just it doesn't make you, sense. It's curdled for you. You're angry about it. No, because like at first I was like, you know what? Uh, people are like iffy on this movie. Let's try not to be iffy. But like the more I think about it, I'm like, no, that's fucking dumb. Like why did that? Why did that happen that way? But I think last positive the fight scene that like this movie's this is the core of the movie this yeah. fight scene that happens in a stairwell it's my favorite fight scene if you were to compare like john wick and like yeah. and atomic blonde because i haven't seen john wick one to be fair but john wick two it. uh it's right over there yeah. uh it's playing right there yeah. uh john wick two and atomic blonde i think that's the best fight out of the two like yeah. fight sequence because it's um fucking crazy um but that doesn't make up. But John Wick overall is a better movie. Like yeah. that, it's cooler. Like if you want spies, like look at John Wick. That's yeah. like a really cool spy story. Atomic Blonde, the rest of it falters. So uh, you can't say that that fight scene makes up for that. And, and I movie. think it's just I think we have that feeling because John Wick embraces its absurdity a little bit more, has a little bit broader mythology, and it's just a little bit more nuts. Mm-hmm. It's just a little bit more nuts. We have a couple. We just have a. We'll, and we'll have a couple questions, and we'll move on to Justice League talk. Uh-huh. Um, uh huh. Well, what would you uh, really quick before we get into the questions? How where would you rate this movie out of? Um, oh, it's nineteen eighty nine. Nineteen. Yes, <laughs> out of nineteen one thousand nine hundred eighty. Yeah. What would you what would you rate it? Um, what's a good B minus? You give it a B minus. Yeah, yeah um, it's fine because for me, at the low end, it's fine. It's not bad. It's just fine. Then a low end of nineteen hundreds, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ask me math questions. Uh, uh, well, no, because then it's just eighty nine, like um, Sure, I have no idea. Uh, I give uh, it. Let us know in the comments. I give below. it lower than that. If that's a B, I give it like a fourteen hundred or something okay. like that. Uh, we're going. We're going. What's fourteen hundred? Fourteen ninety two. Uh, Columbus. Yeah, let's yeah. go. Like, yeah, we're yeah. going like pre-Columbus. There uh, you go. Um, yeah, I. Uh, if you. I can't even tell you to go watch it like if you like turn your brain off and enjoy it. It's Listen, not that kind of movie. If either. it's between Emoji Movie and this, go see this. There you go. God, yeah. I, I almost like wanted to be a dick and make you go watch the emoji no. movie, but I we can't do that. To no, me. We're not, I'm not that mean. I'm not <laughs> Same's that not mean. that mean. I'm not that mean. Uh, James Stark at James Stark plays. Uh, if Atomic Blonde, John Wick, James Bond, and Kingsman fought, who would win? Kingsman. Depends on which James Bond. Um, Kingsman's got gadgets. I vote Kingsman. And this is also just subjective. I'd say Kingsman. You say Kingsman. It's tough. I want to like... Tommy Blonde did kill a lot of people. She did kill a lot of people. I would say John Wick. He's resourceful. He is resourceful and he is unrelenting. Like I feel like... uh, But Kingsman's got magic, like magical umbrellas and shit like that, like block bullets and whatnot. Yeah. In the new trailer, we saw, spoiler alert, they had like a bazooka instead of a suitcase. I feel like... That's tough to fight. That's tough to fight. I'm going to be honest with you. But you have to pick one Kingsman person. It'll probably be Colin Firth, right? Yeah. He He took on a whole church. church. (laughs) None of those people were John Wick. True. Uh, Listen, you're going to say Colin Firth Mm -hmm. from Kingsman. I'll say John Wick. Okay. And we'll Oh my God, I would love... You know those like epic team up or epic fight 
videos they make on YouTube that are like 8-bit or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know there's not enough info on Colin Firth's... Actually, on either of the characters, yeah. but I would love to see... I would love to see that. That, that um, uh, matchup. Mm-hmm. We also have DKO underscore man at... Deman Orozco. Sorry if I messed that up. Anyway, this opens up a chance for a female 007. If so, who do you think could pull it off? This is not the... I mean, yes, she's a good... She's good at action, if that's what the James Bond movies are just now. They're, they're, I, they're more than that, though. James Bond movies are always supposed to be more than just that action. I feel like... I don't know if... I, I, I would like to see a female action franchise... Even a spy franchise on its own. I don't know if I'd want to see a female James Bond. I feel like James Bond is so uh, tied to both po- both positive and negative aspects of masculinity, specifically. Ooh, yeah. That it's like you'd have to come up with a new character. I don't know if Lorraine Broughton is that character. No. Um, but uh, I do hope... I, I do feel like movies like this and Wonder Woman and then uh, Mad Max Fury Road show that it's like there's no reason why we can't have more female action movies and I would enjoy that for on practical uh, and and morally positive reasons. Um, I would if you did the 007 mantle, that's different. I feel like that's it's, a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. Don't make it like Jane Bond or some. Don't, that's fucking guys. We all agree that's fucking. Dumb. That's dumb. Don't do that. And it's it's different from like the Ghostbusters switchover. It's cool 007. Had, it's a title. If for they it. had a different uh, a female double O. Yeah, not, I, not even double O seven. Just a different double O. And like, what if you like? Okay, tell me if this is progressive or regressive or whatever. But if you had a James Bond movie where it was like him and another, like a woman that like like double O seven and like Mad Max Fury Road, yeah, and like they're both double O's. But like she, like basically, you realize like she's actually the star of this movie. Yeah, and then from there you could have her, her like her own movies where she's Damn. on her own fucking adventures. Tell me if that's totally whatever, where the fuck that lands on like being progressive or not. I, you know what? I don't care because yeah. it's, it's hypothetical. So who gives a shit? Um, but I wouldn't mind seeing a spy movie, with, like uh, awesome action movies with women. That'd be really cool. But we did tweet out uh, a question about like because um, uh, th- people in the chat are actually populating it about like uh, uh, action movies and whatnot. Yay. So I just want to read a little bit from the chat. Please do. Um, let me go ahead and back it up. Uh, they, I think the question that was uh, posed was. Let me go ahead and pull it up. Let me see. It's hard to search. <laughs> Uh, I think we're talking about action movies that we love and uh, Die Hard's classic. Uh, Yes, action movies. There we go. Okay. Uh, Favorite action movies of all time. Uh, Ty, this is Terry Fournier, uh, Bruce Willis movies, uh, between Bruce Willis movies, Die Hard and Hudson Hawk. I'd have never seen Hudson Hawk. Interesting. I have not heard anybody say anything positive about Hudson Hawk ever. You're the first. But Terry, if you love it, you love it. Uh, it, Yeah, and it might secretly be great and just people didn't know. Right off the top of the head for Robert Gonzalez, John Wick. That's a good, that's a very good choice. Maggie Whitmer said The Incredibles, but she's asking if that counts. You know, I wouldn't count that as, I would say that's a superhero movie. I don't know if that would count as like an action movie there's fun action in it there is fun yeah, action but in that's it. more yeah. yeah that's more of a superhero movie like i guess fast and furious is an action movie definitely as fast die, hard. Furious, die hard die hard's a classic mm-hmm. uh this doesn't count either but i did just watch uh fulfillment recently also another great bruce willis movie um uh, a lot of fun love that movie a lot of fun i, I maybe we'll check out valerian Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Terry Fournier says, "I want a Black Widow action movie." Yes, please. Uh, but love from God, before why? she was in Shield, like you don't yeah. need it now. Don't get convoluted and everything caught up in that. You could have please. little nods and stuff to other like spies that Marvel has, which would be really cool. Or like fucking show the Red Room because the Red Room is 
terrifying. Yep. It's very if you guys again because Marvel doesn't really tap into what it is. They, in a, in Age of Ultron, they're like they took my they took my ability to have kids like away, and that's yeah, pretty and then, awful. Uh, and then they touch on it a little bit more in Agent Carter with the proto. Yeah, yeah, but it's like it's a scary yes. place in the Soviet Russia where they would take young girls and turn them into the most murder old, machines like yeah, yeah. like it, they're very scary and I read a little bit of Mark Wade's Black yeah. Widow run the first volume yeah so cool yeah. like and it's very scary because they're making like a new they made a new Red Room or Black yeah. Room or something they call it like something like that I don't know what it is but uh, guys thank you so much for hitting us up, up on the chat um, um, I would love a Black Widow movie I'm also interested it would be interesting um Doing Captain Marvel in the '90s is a great opportunity to bring Coulson back. That would be young Coulson. I think that'd be so. That'd be so cool. Please, that'd be very cool. Uh, you de-age him a little bit, or yeah, you'd have, I don't and, know. and you'd be a good way to avoid some of the complications of explaining how he's not dead in mm-hmm. Agents of Shield, which I feel like they're. That's that's the reason we'll probably never get Coulson back in the movies is they won't want to have to explain that, mm-hmm. but. In the nineties, still around. In the nineties, yeah. Because um, I just rewatched Iron Man, and he's he's. It, it's fun seeing him pop up, and mm-hmm. it's it's a great, it's a great way. The way they see the shield stuff in that movie is really great, right? Yeah. It was really. It's cool. a really cool. It's so much fun. And everyone, no one, normal people aren't following it. It's. It, I love in Marvel movies where they mention something, and everyone's like. <gasps> What's that? Because no one like, that, yeah. especially purple guy at the end of Avengers, like purple guy. Who the fuck's purple guy? <laughs> yeah. It's Thanos. Everyone's like, yeah, fucking Thanos. Who the fuck's Thanos? And you're yeah. like, oh, he's a big bad guy. That's cool. basically what everyone described he's, him as. He sits big in a chair. Bad guy. Big bad. Big bad guy. He's got a gold glove and he sits in a big chair. Mm-hmm. Big chair. Yeah. And we big. got to see a little bit more of him in Guardians of the Galaxy. What does he do? He sits it's in a chair. Big chair. Big chair. Such a, a big chair. Big floaty chair. Floating chair, but a big chair. No he's one fucking knows who he is. Yeah, he's basically evil Professor X floating uh, around in his chair. Very excited for him in Avengers Infinity War. Uh, same. Avengers uh, Affinity War. Same. Are we getting ready to move over to Justice League stuff? Yeah. Um, it's a bummer. And also, since you mentioned that he's writing, he's the director for Deadpool 2. Yes. This didn't make me feel great about it. Uh, it does make me feel better. I didn't like how CG heavy the action in Deadpool 1 was. If the action looks like this, that's incredible. Very hopeful. But I did like a lot of everything else that was happening in Deadpool, the original movie. Yeah. But like, And I liked the humor and everything they were doing. So just like... The writers, that shouldn't change because the writers are the same. True. But the also the, but the way the movie was structured is the director's choice, right? I mean, that's me. Asking. I don't. Want, it, yeah. yeah, I honestly, I hated the structure of Deadpool, so I'm hoping they throw that in the fucking. Actually, garbage. that kind of was like, oh, it was like, here's this scene that you guys all saw. It was leaked, and but here's everything else building up to it, and then we move on from that, and that's the conclusion of the movie. Yeah, I was fine with that actually because I I liked how that was. I actually, why did it not mind me in that? But in this, it really bugged me. Yeah. And it was like a weird structure. Don't do a weird structure. Just play the movie. Just yeah. do the movie. Uh, or do memento thing. I asked them. I had an interview with David Leach, and I asked him about like how they're going to handle uh, Cable's origin. Uh-huh. And he's kind of like, you know, Deadpool's origin was kind of complicated, and we found a way to get around that. It was kind of a classic non-answer. Yeah. But I'm very excited to see how they handle. I hope they make a. I hope they leave it as convoluted as it is, and just make a joke out of it. I I want like an epic like flashback. You know how Wonder Woman had like the greek yeah like, paintings have that but with cable and like doing like all the time travel garbage yeah you, and you, you, like you mentioned strife for a second and you're like what? strife but like don't Lord. don't have him in the damn movie because like you don't need that but like just I actually i would like strife in the movie just because i think that would be a fun i think i think strife is a threatening villain mm-hmm. but you get a lot of comedic mileage out of how fucking complicated his whole deal yeah. is and like have like a chart yeah have a chart of the all chart the would siblings. be good yeah like a like almost like um 
Legion explaining mm. Shadow King. That worked out. Yeah, that but worked like out. A, but like a less cool, like like literally yeah. like. And then this happened, and then I don't know. Make a joke out of it. I would be very excited for Julian. That didn't happen. I tried to hide it. Um, uh, but yeah, that's our Atomic Blonde talk, guys. If you go see it, let us know what you think, and if please. you enjoyed it more, tell us why. Yeah, <laughs> tell yeah, us we, like what it did for you. Hopefully, you do. Real quick before we do that, mm-hmm. uh, in the before we go to Justice League talk, um, I want to give a shout out to people that that contributed to the chaos theory campaign and they contributed to the tier where they got drawn into the comic and uh it's a pretty it's a pretty high up their tier and so i want to share my uh appreciation uh for veronique simyard uh i i hopefully pronounce that right i'm so sorry i have a stupid american mouth uh, but you're, you're, you've been a huge fan uh, for a while. We got to talk. We got to chat with all these people. Um, uh, it was great talking with you. Um, and it's just you, the support you guys have given to the comics specifically and in broader sense, this podcast is really um, uh, humbling. It's very humbling. Um, and uh-huh. so I appreciate it. Uh, Eduardo Sanchez um, also gave to that tier. And Fahad Al Maraki. Again, I hope I pronounced that right. I'm sorry about my stupid American mouth. Um, thank you guys for, for contributing to the, to the campaign. Uh, I hoped you liked your part in the comic. They were all drawn into the comic. They all mm-hmm. died in the comic. Yay. Uh, uh, cause I, I thought that'd be fun. I'd want to die if I was drawn in the comic. Yeah. Uh, so I just wanted to give a shout out to you guys and say how thankful I am and to everybody that contributed to chaos theory. Uh, all the, all the perks have been sent out. All the emails have been sent out with the digital perks. Very uh, cool. so if you don't have that stuff, let me know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I'm working on, another project that hopefully you guys will enjoy just the early stages of the next thing um and i hope you dig that as well all the feedback i've gotten for the comic has been very positive very cool good. that's it awesome guys thank you so much for tuning the chaos theory comic is a good comic dj is a good boy oh, and you're you. all good boys and girls too may i before we move on i had one thing i wanted to bring up because it was it was a question that popped in my head yes. uh during watching atomic blonde how do you think they handed handled sexuality in this movie like when it came to charlie Theron? because she is uh not spoilers but she it is naked a lot in it but like yeah it's done in a way where you're not like seeing like their boobs and then you know lady yeah. parts but it's like here's her butt here's her sitting naked in a room and it's just like here's her back and whatever i was like i'm trying to like in my head i'm like is this the sexualization that happens in comics and like because comics are trying to sell more and like this yeah. is trying to copy the comic uh or maybe this is just trying to sell sex in a movie or is this her owning her sexuality i kind of took it as it's not for the most part other than one specific scene uh i took it as a, it, it was trying to not be sexualized like this is just because the first time we see her she's beat to shit she's got bruises all thinking. over so i don't think it's supposed to be i think it's supposed to be this is just her body after a fight and it's yeah. not supposed to be sexualized it's supposed to be um uh Desexualized. Although, I mean, she is very sexy in the movie, so so I don't know. I I, I had a similar question, um, but I but I think the intent is it's supposed to be. That's what I was just thinking. Because she's got a black eye. That's like that's a that's a she has like welts and everywhere. Yeah. So it's like it's not sexy. And then you see the fight scene that gave her those, and you're like, uh huh. Wow. I'm like, I'm surprised you're not just like bleeding constantly out <laughs> yeah. of your face. But um, Maggie Whitmer in the comic uh, in comments of the live stream says, and I just want an action because the, the people in the comments are talking about action movies. Yeah. And she says, I just want an action movie where girls aren't thrown into the mix just uh, to have someone sexy around. Women have so much more to offer than a pretty face. Very true. And uh, like, I would say 
clearly Charlize Theron's character, Lorraine, has a lot to offer. I do kind of feel like if this were a Bond movie, Sophia Batella's character is just thrown in there to be hot. Yeah. Um, but... Because uh, she does, even though I like her character, I feel like she does bring stuff to the table as a successful spy, but there, there's a moment. She's a successful spy. D- d- one moment. Okay, one moment it. at right, the yeah, end. Yeah, 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 you get You get, like, her, like, redeeming thing. And, but, there, but no, you're right, because there is this whole scene where you're like, maybe not. Like, yeah. maybe she's... Lorraine though not. kicks all all the ass. Yeah, so let she's us scary. know. Oh she's that very scary. hurts. Like I just felt bad for the stuntman because it's like there's no way you walked out of it. You did like they probably did at least three takes of this sequence. You guys, and there's see no the, way you didn't get hurt. You see the ice baths in the trailer. Yeah, that she had to be. She had to have been like like all the I, all the guys actually had to have gotten into real ice yeah. baths after. Jeez, that must have sucked. Anyways, sorry. That's what I wanted to bring up. It, I think it's an important point to bring up with Atomic Blonde because yes. when it comes to women in leads, especially in action movies, are they being sexualized or not? Mm. Yeah, the answer is mm. yeah. I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah. But the good news is we've started to sexualize the male leads more too. Yeah, I, for, I don't know. Maybe that's just a sign of me being fucked up. I think that's a positive. I, I feel like I don't necessarily feel like sexualization is inherently a bad thing. I think. If that's, um, having all, that, if that's yeah. all of it, bad. Also, if it's only directed from male sexualization, um, because like, li- listen, the guys that we have in these action roles are fit as fuck. So it's like, give the lady something to look at too, man. Mm-hmm. Oil them up. Yeah, exactly. Oil boys anyway, up. <laughs> did that uh, point I just made make sense? Yes. Okay, good. All right. <laughs> mm, uh, all right. So now Justice League. Talk. Justice League. We did talk about the trailer a little bit. I believe yes. uh, Mr. Johnny Revolori didn't like the trailer very much. But yeah. uh, I wonder why. I wonder why. I know, but. Uh, uh, good boy. Um, we wanted to talk about it because if you guys didn't know, we like the, we like DC Comics. What? If that? What? Oh, I just turned my shoulder to yeah. the camera, but that doesn't. Here, I'll turn my shoulder toward the mic. Can so, yeah, guys, put it to the mic. Can yeah. you guys see that at home? There you go. Uh, no, I'm a. I like the Flash. Um, but uh, we want to talk about the final shot of the Justice League trailer because there's a lot of speculation. Even though DJ doesn't believe there should be any speculation. Oh, it's Superman. But here's, it's speculation. Here's the one thing. Here's the one thing because this is what we talked about in the other episode. You think it's Green Lantern because there's a little bit of green in his glasses, and also no, I didn't say that. There's, I said it that there's two at the very least. I think it's Green Lantern because I think it'd be a really fun tease, and DC needs a good surprise in this yes. movie because we know Superman's fucking in the movie. Like he's yeah. in the ads. Like, yeah. He's just not in the trailers. He's in the ads though. Um, there are there's two ripples. Yeah. Superman doesn't have footsteps that are that big. I feel like. There are two people there, and my guess well, was Green Lanterns because the Green Lantern Corps movie is a buddy cop movie. Yes, I that's those are I believe supposed to be Sonic Booms because it's before the character lands. Uh, and with Superman, we've established with Superman that that was a big part of Man of Steel and Batman v Superman is the Sonic Booms that happen when he hits Supersonic. Which is but cool. you're right, there are two. Like he could break the sound barrier twice, I guess. But there are two, mm-hmm. so I'm open to the idea that perhaps it is Superman and Green Lantern, Ooh. which I would just lose my mind if just having Superman. Like it's the Justice League, you know what I mean? Okay. Like it's the whole thing. Like I would, I would lose, I would lose my shit. Here comes the fun part. This is the this is why I wanted to bring up in the episode. How do we get there? In the movie, yeah. what's your pitch of how Green Lantern and Superman are standing right there? Well, it's, now we didn't think about this now, so we're kind of we're just going to be spitballing yeah, stuff yeah. right now. I have an idea. Tell, tell okay. me, tell me why. I can so come I think we get the tease about um, that. There's no lanterns, no Kryptonian anymore. Yeah. What if the Green Lanterns are tied into uh, bringing Superman back? 
in some way or another. That'd be interesting. Yeah, like as in like we see that there's like a threat coming, like the Green Lanterns and the Guardians see that there's a threat coming to Earth. Yeah. They're, and like for the most part, the reason why there's no Green Lanterns is because when the Guardians observed Earth in that sector or whatever, yeah. they see they got a goddamn Kryptonian. Like yeah. that's like, that's... That's your ace in the hole. That's yeah. somebody that can stop basically anything. And there's proof that he already stopped a Kryptonian invasion of his own kind. So he's yeah. clearly like a superior Kryptonian. Yeah. Um, so they've been good. But now they're going to be sitting in Green Lanterns and they're like, well, we could maybe revive the uh, Kryptonian Wait, in some think, way. Do you think we honestly? Yes. Do you think we could have because this movie comes out November. in November. Do you think it is realistic that they would have cast at least one Green Lantern and would not have at least announced it at Comic-Con. Realistically. I know, idealistically, we'd want it to be like, we'd want to not know Wonder Woman's in the movie and Batman v Superman, that sort of shit. Realistically, do you, because they would have had to have already cast Green Lantern. Mm -hmm. Do you think think, that would happen without us knowing about it? I think there was blowback from uh, announcing so many characters into Batman v Superman. They're like, Ezra Miller showing up, uh, Aquaman showing up, Wonder Woman showing up, and you're like, isn't this just supposed to be Batman Superman? Like, this yeah. is a lot. And then they're like, oh, fucking Doomsday's here, too, with Lex Luthor. And you're like, okay, we gotta, we gotta calm the fuck down right now. Also, like, Marcy Graves was introduced, and, like, Michael Shannon said he was shooting stuff for it, and, like, at the time, we were like, oh, it's odd. Like, yeah. you know. Um, so, like what, like, what the fuck does all this mean? I think they would benefit from an actual secret, like an actual... I agree with you. I just don't know if if that's how studios work ever anymore. Well, I mean, it isn't isn't original property, but freaking Matt Damon was hidden from in, in Interstellar from the same studio that is making Justice League. That's true. That was a great reveal. It was. And Uh, no one fucking believed it. Even when you saw him, I remember in the theater, I'm like, that's not fucking Matt Damon right now, is it? And I feel like there's so much attention to like Tyrese Gibson, who's talked about like meeting with Warner Brothers about uh, the Green Lanterns. Don't have him be John Stewart. Uh, No, he's not a very good John Stewart. He'd be a good Guy Gardner. That'd be fun. Um, Everyone's like, no, you need a redhead. Redheads are being eliminated from comics. It's his personality, man. It's personality. And also just... That'd be weird if there was yeah. this red, weird redhead uprising. Like, we're no, there keeping... is. No, there is because uh, they said like they're, after Wally got all the gingers getting pissed. Yeah, like the because Wally was um uh, became you know they changed his race yeah. uh, and then like in the show they like went with that version of him. Yeah, because duh, like I mean it. Yeah, uh, yeah. and then everyone's like they're erasing gingers from comics. Wait, there's another ginger that they, they they killed off. I forgot. Uh, Mary Jane, that whole thing. Yeah, maybe I forget who gives it. Anyway, shit. I'm sorry. Anyway. I'm sorry. There's just. You're fine. I'm sorry. Ginger's, you're doing fine. I'm sorry. We love you. We love you too. Uh, so um, I I I agree that it would be epically cool. I just don't know if I believe that that could be possible. All right, but, but who, this isn't thing, even about believing. What if like, it's th- what if it's because the other thing is to not have lanterns. That means Abin Sur is technically either either Hal Jordan is still being trained. Mm-hmm. Or and by the way, this does confirm that Ryan Reynolds' lantern is not a part unless he unless what he's referring to is there was a lantern and now they're gone. That'd be really fucking funny if like Hal Jordan got like fucking murdered from. By That's my pitch. No, seriously, my my pitch is that it opens with the lanterns trying to stop Steppenwolf from getting towards Earth, and all these lanterns are just wiped out by the Apocalyptic Army. Ryan Reynolds, Hal Jordan crashes to Earth, and as he's dying, his ring goes to John Stewart. 
what if? And it, that, that I think that'd be great. Couldn't that work also with Abin Sur and it goes to Hal Jordan? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. That's what my my or uh, for the new Rockstars video. You guys, I do this really in depth and it's really fun. So go check it out. This is not me detracting from that video. Um, but uh, my pitch is that Abin Sur was taken out strategically by Steppenwolf and his forces. Like that'd be great. Um, even though they're powerful, I mean, it's Steppenwolf. He yeah. doesn't. They don't really. Green Lanterns can't really hold up too well against New Gods. Yeah, the New Gods should be able to wipe the floor with pretty much anybody. Yeah. Um, which is why you need a Justice League. Yeah. Um, it would also be interesting if me. I don't know if I'd like it if Ab and Sir was the first Green Lantern to team up with. I don't think Justice it's going to be. And it wouldn't make sense. I think it's going to be like Hal Jordan. And I think. I, I really like the idea that you have um, Aquaman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Batman. These guys are your fucking A team. Like, they know how to go into battle, they know how to yeah. take on this enemy. But you've got Flash and Cyborg who are rookies they don't yeah. know what they're doing and a fucking green lantern who is like maybe that might be too much to add in as like a secret like as a yeah. surprise he's like i got a fucking ring it can do whatever i think about like yeah. um unless it would be a really funny moment where he starts to make shit that like he doesn't even know that he's making like yeah. he's just like it's he's generating just constructs but it'd be so cool to have all of them like that new 52 justice league teaming up at the end to take it would be such a cool moment the, the the like i remember at the end of like the first volume of or maybe it's like the first couple issues of jeff john's justice league run yeah it's like they're the super seven and they call it that like or the flash calls it that and yeah you're like, that's a fucking dumb name and they yeah. even they even admit that like that the, that's what you think of on the second you wouldn't think justice league you'd think yeah. there's seven of us Eh, Super Seven, perfect. Yeah. That would be great, though. Like, and also, you need green. You got a lot of yeah brown, like a lot of brown, like blue. a lot of brown costumes. It's like yeah. and a little green. Yeah, even like Wonder Woman's costume. It's like there's like it's red and blue, and there's it's kind of vibrant, but you still like there's like this kind of like toned down yeah. feeling. No, to I'm, it. I, I agree with you. I'd like to see that. I think I think it is definitely Superman. It could also be Green Lantern. I'd be surprised if it's the two Green Lanterns. So how did Superman come back? How did Superman come back? I I think... Because there's been hints in the beginning of the trailer where you see the well, resurrected costume, or the resurrected Superman color scheme of his costume on a big flag in like London or something. Yeah. That, uh, well, and that was also on his coffin, too, black with the with the silver Which mask. is great. Yeah. yeah, at the end of Batman v Superman. Um, it, it complicates things because Alfred says, he said you'd come. I hope you're not too late. And that could Which, be the he is anybody. It the could, he is anybody. The yeah. assumption is Batman. Mm-hmm. But with the Green Lantern thing, I've seen what people flow the idea is that Steppenwolf said you'd come. Mm-hmm. Like, which would be interesting. Yeah. Um, if it is Superman, who said it? Let's assume it was Batman. Why would he say it? Why would he have context? Why would he know? And honestly, I, I got think it. It'd be, I think it'd be better if the Justice League doesn't know Superman's coming. I think they'd li- I, that'd be better. Yeah. Uh, uh, or if only one know, if Batman's keeping it under wraps or something like that. Like, I hope Batman, I, I feel like it would be a huge stretch to have Batman involved with the resurrection of Superman. Yeah. I say either either do the comics where there's some stupid sh- We don't even have a Fortress of Solitude. Unless unless Superman, unless he pulls a kind of like a good version of Doomsday where he dumps them in the chemicals mm-hmm. and is like, hey, motherfuckers, do your job um fine that's fine mm-hmm. maybe, maybe that's how batman's evolved i think with the situation you have set up i think your best storytelling <sighs> there's problems with this too i've always i've kind of thought like you, you pull because they a lot of i feel like a lot of this the way they're handling the new gods is a lot of the way the earth 2 new 52 comic handled the new gods mm-hmm. so Apocalypse brings Superman back as a bad guy. Apocalypse is the one that resurrects him because obviously the New Gods would have that tech. Mm-hmm. Brings him back as a weapon. They find a way to turn him. He joins the team. The problem with that is we've already gotten 
two movies where Superman's not acting like the Superman we want. Mm-hmm. So you and don't so need it's like, villain. do we need another? Do we need a straight up villain Superman? It is a great use of showing that the team is formidable without Superman. Yes, yeah. and also I feel like if you look at the older scripts for Batman v Superman when uh, Wolfgang Wolfgang Peterson was supposed to do it and stuff like that, there are elements of that that found their way into. Batman v Superman, the, the Batman v Superman we got, uh-huh. and in George Miller's uh, Justice League movie, Max Lord controls Superman, and the Justice League has to find a way to stop him. Very cool. So it wouldn't surprise me if that kind of found its way in. Um, but Gal, Gal Gadot said that Superman fans would be very happy with this movie, and I hope she's right. Uh, I really, I think. Well, there's a scene we see in the trailer where they're clearly in front of the monument of Superman like they're mm-hmm. like or the memorial of Superman yeah and you see that there's like one scene of like Superman's memorial wrecked and I'm like if that's still wrecked from Batman v Superman you guys are doing a horrible job with your memorials yeah. like he he helped you guys like yeah. if you built it once you should fix it like yeah. you should don't leave it symbolically yeah, you, like he's fallen yeah, like, yeah if you if you built it after he sort of stopped Zod but still Zod's destroyed a lot of the city mm-hmm. you better rebuild that thing for when he fucking killed lost his life fighting Doomsday yeah that's the time he actually did something fucking cool for you guys yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like he's he's helped out a lot and I did, uh, I think Batman v Superman kind of uh, falters because there's um there's moments in those movies, you know, where you see like he saves like the the ship, the yeah. spaceship, and he saves people from the flood. Something about that scene isn't showing me that he's a symbol of hope. Yeah. It's showing me that the world's fucking he's fucking depressed and he's trying everything he can, but he's not doing enough for people to like him. And I'm like, that's not what you show Superman. You show him, you show him people like, and you see people like praying over him, and yeah. you're like, this isn't making me happy. This yeah. isn't showing me that it's hopeful. It's showing me that the world's fucking depressed and everything's ending, and I hate myself. I think yeah. also. Uh, like Angry something, teen something, something that um, that didn't help with that is the idea of him providing hope. And I think what you're touching on here is the idea of him providing hope being abstract. Yeah. Because when he saves like the rocket, you don't see the people come out of the rocket and thank him. Yeah. It's, just, it's the abstract idea of him saving. When he's hauling that ship, like I think you see specks of people on the side, but it's not the same as like people being blown away like when you when he goes to save those people on the roof it's like those people are like oh and yeah. then he's up there but it's not him holding them and him comforting them and like you you need a moment like an all-star superman where he talks to that su- suicidal teen which is amazing yeah you is need so a cool. moment like that like that's fucking superman yeah you know and which is uh watching iron giant we realized how good that like it'd be so cool to see brad bird direct a superman movie yeah. because he would fucking nail like what super like i think the reason why people tear up so much in that movie is because one he's innocent like yeah. iron giant's innocent but also his sacrifices that's why people like superman that's yeah. that's exactly it because that's the the moment uh moment that wrecked me and really solidified one of the elements I really love about Superman is Grant Morrison was on Fat Man with Bat- Fat Man on Batman talking about Superman and his love because his dad his dad served in World War II mm-hmm. and instead of it being like yeah we were the good guys like his dad told him all the fucked up shit that they did mm-hmm. and how his dad was really confl- conflicted about it so his parents were like super hippies peace or whatever and the thing that scared Grant Morrison most growing up was the atomic bomb like that idea like that just and they touch on that in Iron Giant too like the idea that you could just be wiped off the face of the earth mm-hmm. and Superman represented somebody beyond that somebody that could survive a nuclear blast somebody that like the, this in, unimpeachable hope and what that meant to him mm-hmm. and it's this idea that like this even in, in a real sense this fictional character is more powerful 
than our most destructive weapon. What Superman represents, even on our planet, even though he's not real here, except as a fictional character, what that represents mm-hmm. is more powerful than our weapons. Which is beautiful. Human, yeah, human creativity and our desire for hope is more powerful than our destructive forces. That means a lot. It like, does. And, and I like... Uh, that's the Superman we'd like to see in the movies. Yes. yes. Yeah, and that's the Superman, and that's why I like Batman v Superman in some ways better than Man of Steel, because it ends closer to that than Man of Steel does. Yeah. Um, yeah, fair. But no. okay, but back to Justice League talk. Yes. Um, I think we we do get a scene of him like at the memorial. And we, I started mentioning this, but we see it's really cool because again, mentioned this in the new Rockstars video. You see, it's when they all line up without Batman. It's uh, Wonder Woman, yes. Aquaman, Flash, Cyborg. I know the scene. You and, to. Uh, oh, I'm I'm familiar. Uh, but you see Flash and Cyborg kind of looking kind of surprised. Yeah. And they're like kind of taken aback. Aquaman is Aquaman. Nothing's facing him. Uh, and Wonder Woman's smiling. Yeah. So it's like, is she smiling because she sees somebody that she knows? Or what and you if, see Flash running around the, mem- the memorial, too. So it what could if, be... What if they make a Justice League memorial? And they're reacting to a memorial to all of them? And, and what they've done? And they're... Oh, I thought you meant then they're ghosts. Those no, are no, ghosts. No, no, no. They're ghosts. <laughs> they're <all done. laughs> uh, Because remember, they built, that, they built that Superman memorial before he died. It also kind of looks like the layout of it almost looks like the Hall of Justice. Like I, that's what I'm hoping for. How I, it's too much. Cool. And thankfully, we've already gotten it in the CW shows. It's a warehouse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but but still, it exists. Yeah, I love that. I love that. That Aliens crossover, Heroes vs. Aliens crossover, was so good. It was fucking crazy. Uh, but you think, but you think that's when they're going to reveal. Superman. Superman. And maybe he's like not powered up yet. And maybe by the end of the movie is him showing up in like um, his black costume or something like that yeah. to Alfred and uh, Alfred and him talking about it, like yeah. uh, about where to go. And maybe Superman's not fully powered up. That's why he needs the team to help him yeah. also. So and that also that's, like I'm so excited. That lets movie, you. Man. I'm so excited for it. It makes the team work better, too, if like Superman's not full power, too. Or even, even if he is, the idea that the, they still need to work together. Oh, because you could have the team assisting him. Like, if you had, like, he's, like, maybe... He could have used the team at the end of Man of Steel. He could have. <laughs> like, it would have helped. Like, that's why Wonder Woman made sense being yeah. there. But, um, like, imagine, like, he's not... He can't fly away quick enough from, like, something. Yeah. And you have Flash grabbing him and running away. Or yeah. you had Cyborg, like, blocking something with his, like, sonic gun or whatever. Yeah. Like, you could, like... You could have moments where you have awesome team up stuff. It's like that's why remember that scene in Avengers where you're like you're flying around, you seeing how all yeah. of them are teaming up. That's the scene where you're like, oh my god, this is why people want team up movies yeah. so bad. This is fucking rad. Um, also, what was the other thing? Remember Legends of Tomorrow, the first two episodes where they poured all their money into it, and yes. it was like, wow, this is fucking awesome. This yeah. is so cool. That's what I want. That's I, what you I'm, want. Yeah, that's what everybody wants. Mm-hmm. I'm so on board with that. Same, we got a couple questions before we wrap up here. Uh, Maruna at TV Freaking a Box. Who would you cast as Green Lantern? Uh, we, I don't know. I feel like we've talked, we've talked about this in a lot of SourceFed videos from yeah. like years ago. But um, Army Hammer. Centuries ago. Army Hammer looks a lot like Hal Jordan. You that know, doesn't mean I cast him. He looks a lot like him. Uh, Army Hammer was really, really good. Uh, I didn't love the movie Free Fire, but he was really good in it. I uh, didn't see Man from Uncle, but I heard he and Henry Cavill have a great. Too. How great would that be? That duo. They're as back. Hal Jordan and it, that's who. That's up. who it is. Yeah. It's the Man from Uncle. The Man from Uncle. Yeah, not they, Superman. They told me you'd come. It's like. I hope you're not too late. You're not going to do shit. In <laughs> you're not going to do anything. They have like uh, 1970s pistols and yeah. it's like just go home. I'm I'm very on board with Army. I'm on board with Army or being Hal Jordan. I like the I can't who um in Moonlight. Um it's uh uh Chiron, it's Little Chiron in Black. Who that actor who plays Black, like adult Chiron. 
Adult? Oh, I, um, he's in the new Predator movie. Yes, uh, very on board. People have said, like, why sh- he should be Jon Stewart. Yes. Let me yes, see. he Hold should. Uh, let me pull it up really quick. Uh, the actor's name is, I think I believe it starts with a T. Let me go ahead and... Uh, no, 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 no. Where is he? Uh, so I can't find it. Or listen, Marshall Ali is not connected to a uh, universe now. Uh-huh. Have him be Jon Stewart. That'd be cool. Uh, where is he? Okay, hold on. Let me look at Predator, the new one. Uh, that'd be cool. Who is, who's another one you'd want for Hal Jordan if you could if you could think of somebody? Um, Mainly because while well, I'm looking up this guy's name. Uh, what, who would be a good... Who's another... I, I had a bunch of people for this, and then I've just kind of accepted in my brain that it's going to be Army Hammer. Um, Ryan Gosling, I think, would be really good. Uh, if you wanted an older one, Matt Damon, I think, would be really good. Um, like if Hal Jordan's been Green Lantern for a minute. Yeah, I was right. It starts with a T. Trevante Rhodes. That's I think he'd be really it, yeah. good. I think he'd be really good. I also had a good uh, somebody else that I thought would be a good um, John Stewart that I've I've since because we don't talk about it all the time. It's uh-huh. anymore <laughs> that I've since forgotten. Uh, okay, I do need to bring up real quick. Yes, who it else could be? My fake answer, my funny answer, it's Plastic Man because because yes. the fan in, boy in me would love to see it on screen. Would we ever get it? Probably not. No. But like, is it fun? Yeah. Uh, who it could be? Probably the third runner up of like Superman, Green Lantern. Next guy or second runner up? Supergirl. Uh, nope. Uh, <laughs> why? Uh, yeah. Captain Marvel because it would be. Oh yeah, because that movie's supposed to be coming out eventually. My pitch. For who would it, say he's coming? My pitch for it is is that. After Batman found out that like these metahumans exist, he found the files yeah. with all like the rundowns yeah. and the resumes for the heroes, and he gets the list of the metahumans that Amanda Waller has. He now has his own database, yeah. and he's found out about young metahumans, and he finds out about Billy Batson, and he's like, uh, he notices like he's seeing around uh, Fawcett City where uh, yeah. Billy like operates. He's like, he's fast. Like whoever this person is and he's able to track to see like uh Suzanne lands here billy batson walks out here like yeah. he's not doing a great job of like hiding it uh, yeah he wouldn't um, he's a kid uh, he's a kid and like so he talks to me he's like i can train you superman was a friend like yeah. i can help you be a better hero but he's hesitant to bring billy into battle with this like oh, fight so. because it's a damn kid like he wouldn't put a kid yeah in harm's way but he's the closest thing you got to superman to superman so, yeah. and how do you fight that's and, actually a pretty good pitch yeah and like so he said that's he a, said you'd come that it's it's fucking that's, Batman that's actually it. that's actually the most reasonable of the ones we pitched even Excuse even more me? than Superman and Green Lantern yeah. like that one makes the most sense and, but also when you with do, the setup of him saying you, you come yeah and like it would be really cool because you how if you want a rookie have a rookie with Superman's strength because be he's scary. the one who's showing off and you know flirting yeah. with uh, Wonder Woman and like um, also trying to be broy with like the other guys and yeah. it'd be fun to like have him shut down because he's like he's always going to be showing off yeah and also light like you have lightning powers all over the place if you had like a lightning team up with Flash and Shazam yeah you you've got some you've got some cool moments there yeah I that that could be that could be. Uh really fun and then our favorite martin manhunter uh showing up uh which would just be great because hey, listen i don't you know what's funny huh. is i don't need that now because david harwood's doing such a good job on supergirl that it's like i'm fine but i've got, I've got my martian manhunter but as a cool team up of all the heroes it would be kind of cool to see martian manhunter yeah in like in a in a justice league setting because let's be honest our justice league i know cyborg's great but Mar- martian manhunter martian is, manhunter is is like yeah, Cyborg is great. In my mind, he will always be a Titan. Yeah. And, and but Martian can, Manhunter will always be an OG Justice League member. It's like when you add in like Vixen or other characters to like Yeah, they the can Justice come League. in, but it's like he's not the Justice core. League. Yeah, yeah he's which, not core. Which is a bummer, but like, you know, 
Like I remember, like in after Crisis I, on Infinite Earths, they didn't have Wonder Woman join. They had Black Canary. Yeah, and added Wonder Woman later. It's like that's fun. But Wonder Woman's the one that's yeah, a part of this. I do love that moment uh, in the trailer when Cyborg jumps into the whatever that not the Batmobile is. Uh, that, it's uh, the, the Nightcrawler. The Nightcrawler, mm-hmm. and he's like, "I've got it from here, Alfred." It's like that's that. I, I still wish he was a little less serious. Uh huh. It's a cool moment. I love the mentality of that. If I jam cables through a screen, that means I control the computer. Exactly. <laughs> classic, classic movie computer uh, logic. Mister Terry um, Fournier says Chris Pine for Hal Jordan. Nah, man. No, he's he's so great at Steve Trevor. He's really fucking good he's at Steve. So Trevor. good at Steve Trevor. I, I he would have been great. He would have been. Great. Yeah, they're he's doing so good at Steve Trevor. They're doing an Oscar like run for. Uh, Patty Jenkins and Wonder Woman, like trying to get them Oscar noms, yeah. which would be amazing. But do you, I'm sorry, but do you remember the scene at the end when he's saying that maybe I'm not good? And he's like, but I'm going to do my best to do good. I just remember that scene again. I'm like, man, that's a beautiful scene. That's, yeah. a beaut- that's a beautiful way of looking at the superhero genre and how maybe younger generations or current generations look at superheroes like, no, they can do everything. They see no wrong or whatever. It's like, maybe the world's more complicated than it's, the yeah, bad guy. Man, and it's such a good way. Like, that's the way DC should make movies because it is aspirational. If you want, you, yeah. You, you don't, one woman is not necessarily, she is relatable because she's trying to find new things, but not so like, it's not like when you watch Spider-Man Homecoming, it's like, that reminds me in high school, but it is like, that's what I want to be. Yeah. I want to be like, and that's what a superhero should do. It should, it should put you in a position, especially the DC ones, Superman, Wonder Woman, Batman, even it should be like, man, that's, that's how I want to be. By the way, mad props that we're finally getting. I know they're, it's, it's way downplayed, but looking at the costume in Comic-Con and, uh, seeing that new justice league poster, Props that we're getting a blue Batman in a fucking that's cool in a fucking movie, especially that as dark suit, as those movies have been. That tactical suit is rad as fuck. It's so cool. Uh, uh, Swan Benson at Swan Benson Jr. The only in depth question I got is mustache Superman or clean shave Superman? Did you hear those uh, the mustache the shit. mustache controversy? His response. Did you see Henry Cavill's that response? That was so they're like that they're so taking good. on the major threat of the mustache. mustache. Everyone's like, everyone's like, it's derailing the movie. It's like guys. It's a mustache. Yeah. Like, if you can CGI a goddamn pink pig monster in Green Lantern to be Kilowog, you can make a mustache disappear on a guy. We did get Kilowog. That's cool. Yeah. I know that movie was not well No, received, and you got but... Doomsday, and you got... And if you can make chimps look like real chimps in Planet of the Apes, you can make a mustache disappear on a man's <laughs> face. I swear to God. If... What if that's like this, the one of those holy grail things that they can't quite figure out? Like, like, and they uh, crack bre- it? Like cold breath. Yeah, Cold They've never even even in Planet of the Apes that has the best CGI in any theater. The Cold Breath was like, nah, it's not real. That's not real. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, was added in. But later. then they get the mustache out. But I'd I'd love it if it's like they try to like cover it with a cape or like they're like just they, do Caesar Romero. Just paint paint color, over it. Paint over. You guys don't classic get it. man. How could it's they, a reference? How is there not enough money to pay Caesar Romero to shave that goddamn mustache off his it's face? It's his brand, Sam. You know the importance of brand. Oh, the brand, mm-hmm. the brand, Sam. Uh, it's about time to wrap this bad it boy up. We don't Do want to make any? it too long. Yeah. Atomic Bond's fine. Uh, if you guys want just an action scene, maybe wait for it to come out and then fast forward to that action you definitely, scene. You know what? It is definitely a perfect like date night red box or Netflix movie. There you go. Perfect. Absolutely. Yeah, the movie going experience doesn't really add too much to it. Um, but also with Justice League stuff, let us know your theories for Thor Ragnarok, Justice League, and whatever. And we can talk about it on bonus episodes or yeah. whatever. Like, are you are you very excited for Justice League? Yes. I don't know. My friend, I was talking to my friend and like she wasn't that excited uh, after the trailer. She's like, it looks fine. And then the nerd in me, the angry nerd in me came out. I'm like, 
no, sorry, uh, I misheard you. Sorry, but like the Flash, right? And like yeah. Aquaman, and they're like, yeah, it's fine. Like, and I'm like, no, wait, I'm like, I'm sorry. It's just like I, and I'm like, wait, don't be that guy. Yeah. But it's still working up inside me. I'm like, no, calm down. Yeah, but I can't not get excited about I'm this. So amped, and it's and it's probably gonna betray us. We have to we have to be open to that possibility. No, I'm going in with the same idea of Wonder Woman. That like. It's gonna be. I, I'm gonna expect fine. I yeah. have. I have to expect fine. And also, just because of Batman v Superman burned me so bad. I was like, I was mad just after remember that the movie. Ultimate Edition. It, it was. Ma- they made it okay. That made the movie okay. It didn't make it Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman was yes. fucking Wonder rad. Great. That Wonder Woman made me tear up multiple times, and not yeah. just for and not just for sad moments, but for fucking hopeful moments. Yeah, I I cried so much the second time I saw Wonder Woman. I had a headache walking out of the theater. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm so proud of you. I'm serious. Uh, I think Maggie Whitmer and uh, Robert Gonzalez mentioned that the the No Man Land scene is just fucking. It's perfect. It's moving. It's moving. God, can we watch uh, that again? Yes, I. I gotta see it again. I got to. Yeah, can't wait for the sequel. Well, I, you know what? We we were talking about something similar to this, but I am going to rewatch Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, and Wonder Woman before Justice League. That'd be fun. Yeah. Oh, uh, we we mentioned the idea. We floated the idea, but before Avengers: Infinity War, uh, we watch all the Marvel movies and a I little was bit like, more challenging. Yes, I was like, we should just do it marathon it. Let's just fucking do it. But he's like, what if we watch one a week? And yeah. I was like. Fine I for like we twenty could. weeks. It's going to be like a three month endeavor, more yeah. than that. Oh my god! Uh, but anyway, let us know if you would want. I don't know how they would join us for that, but we could find a way. Let us know if you're into that sort of thing. Yeah, uh, and let us know what you think about the Justice League movie, and let us know what you think about Atomic Blonde, mm-hmm. and keep being awesome. Very cool, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. We really appreciate you guys. Thank you so much uh, to everyone who's contributed on Patreon. Yes, who's ever re- uh, written us a review on the uh, I tunes which yeah, we really like five star reviews we love them mm-hmm. and everyone who hits us up on social media twitter you guys can follow us there at only stupid answers think out the vowels from stupid think out those vowels think out the- <laughs> those vowels also uh facebook instagram at only stupid answers yes. um and reddit reddit.com slash r slash only stupid answers you guys have a great uh community over there so if you guys want someone to, if you want more nerdy people to chat with they're always over there and they're chatting away so which is really cool chat chat chatting it up you can find all of the places to listen to us at only stupid answers. There you go, and also all of the fun uh, perks and tiers and extra content that we make. Uh, you can find that over at patreoncom answers. We got a Game of Thrones Game of Thrones review show that you guys can it's check so out. So good, it's so much fun. Uh, I'm can, very excited for this week's episode. I'm excited too because I hopefully will be caught up in season one too. Uh, and also, um, we got uh, Google Hangouts. We've got yeah, movie live so streams. Much stuff. Oh man! And also, <gasps> forgot to mention this: uh, we're we are now putting together our first uh, wave of gift boxes. Yeah, it's uh, a hundred dollar tier. Uh, I believe four of you guys have contributed to that, which is amazing. Yeah, you guys nuts. are beautiful. Um, we are very excited for that because uh, we've started like spitballing things to put into it. I already know. Uh, I think we can tease that at the very least there will be a poster in there, which yes. is very cool. What will it be? You'll have to wait and see. A poster or a print. A poster or a print. Some kind of printed thing that we'll sign, which mm-hmm. is really cool. Uh, but anyways, guys, thank you <gasps> again. There have been many thank yous of this episode, yes. but we want to make sure that you guys know it and that we love you. Uh, DJ, any final things you'd like to say? Uh, just all the stuff you've been saying. Thank you for watching us live, those who are watching us live, and uh, for just loving this podcast, sharing it out. And for those that contribute to Patreon, thank mm-hmm. you. We appreciate you guys. Follow us both on our respective social medias, at Sam Bash on Everything That Matters. Hey, DJ Talks Trash everywhere else also that matters. Check me out on New Rock Stars, and also I pop 
popped over to Trisha Hirschberger's show over at uh, Geek and Sundry yes. Brick Battles uh, with uh, Kate Caters, Kate in real life. I, I don't know her specific name. Her name's Kate. Uh, and Trisha do like a Lego <laughs> D&D type show, which is amazing. So yes. go check that out. And DJ, I think you'll probably pop on there soon. Oh, look forward to it. Oh, it's going to be fun. Guys, thank you so much. And we'll see you next time. Oh, my voice cracked. <laughs> it's, whoops. Thank you. Bye.